Beast Podcast. Hello, and welcome to this podcast called Unlocked and Unleashed, where we hope to unleash your spirituality, your finances, and your, and your uh, relationships. And uh, on today, I'm going to be talking about something very important. And I'm going to be talking about actually something that kind of carried over that I talked about on this past Sunday. And that is understanding and uh, uh, understanding the importance and the value of relationships. Uh, we live in a day and age where uh, everybody wants to do everything by themselves. Uh, we love Facebook. We love Twitter. We love social media. We love anything that we have complete uh, control over. And when it comes to our social interactions, but those those same venues can be great blessings, but they also can be uh, curses. And the reason why I say they can be curses is simply because they can cause us to not value human interaction. We can love to be behind a computer screen and get into little fights and get into little holy debates and political debates. But the truth of the matter is we lack uh, the ability to get face to face with people. And that's the thing that's dying. You know, it's, it's been uh, reported that most Americans don't even have two real friends. They don't have two real friends. And the reason why, once you think about it, is that we have replaced and we've substituted relationships for social media relationships. A lot of times people get mad because you didn't like their status. Like, <laughs> come on, it's a status, it's not even real life. And uh, uh, so we get caught up. And so I want you to understand uh, import, the importance of relationships, that they're very, very, they're very, very important. Uh, I want you to, uh, we're going to go right here to Proverbs 14 and 4. It's a very, very important uh, passage dealing with relationships. And also uh, sometimes the reason why we don't deal with relationships. And uh, Proverbs 14 and 4, as you see right here, it says, where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. And I want you to think about this. What, in biblical times, what did the oxen do? Well, I'm glad you asked. The oxen, they were the, they were the animal that anytime me as a farmer, if I'm a farmer, if I'm about to go out and sow my seeds, pay attention. If I'm a farmer and I'm about to go sow my seeds, the one thing that a farmer did was he got his oxen together because the oxen would go and turn over the soil uh, so that your so the, so that your seed could be ready to be planted, all right. So what did the oxen do? The oxen would go and they would be the instrument. And nowadays we have different instruments or whatever, but they would be the instrument that the the farmer would use to help him to turn the soil so that the soil would be prepared for the seed, right? And a lot of times we don't understand this is that if the if we don't sow seeds, guess what happens? We can never reap a harvest, right? And so a farmer. A farmer would, would use oxen, and what do oxen have to do? Oxen have to relieve themselves. They have to relieve themselves. And uh, I don't want to be too crass, but we know what that means. They have to relieve themselves. But So the scripture is saying, uh, where there is abundance of crops, uh, where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but there's abundant. But the abundance of crops comes by the strength of ox. So what is it saying? It's saying uh, a farmer will understand that if I want to have an abundance of crops, I'm going to have to deal with some mess. I'm about to deal with some mess. And the problem with a lot of us and the reason why we don't have friends and the reason why we don't have relationships and we don't understand the value of relationships is because we allow petty things to separate us from people. We allow a petty disagreement to separate us from people. And we don't understand. And, and, we, and, and most of us are real good at this delete ministry. That's the only ministry we're good at. Is deleting people out of lives, deleting people out of cell phones. The first time we have a disagreement about something small, about something petty. Right. 
And so uh, I want you to understand this, that sometimes when you run away from mess, from certain type of mess, you're also running away from your growth. Because I want you to think about this. If the farmer would say to himself, man, these oxen got too much mess. I don't want to have to deal with cleaning up this mess. You know what the farmer's also doing? The farmer's also forfeiting the, uh, being able to receive an abundance of crops. Quick question for you on today. What are you forfeiting because you don't want to have to deal with any mess? What are you forfeiting? When you're about to go into this new year, we come into uh, to the end of one year and go into a new one. I want you to really think about this. What am I forfeiting because I say, no, I don't want to have to deal with that. That frustrates me or that person frustrates me. Well, that scripture in Proverbs 14 and 4 is telling us if you're going to have an abundance in any area of your life, abundance does not come without being able to deal with some type of mess. If you're going to have a great relationship with your wife or with your husband or with your kids or whoever it is, or, uh, I want you all to think about even in a natural sense. If I'm going to have a daughter, well, I have a daughter who's six right now. And we have a great relationship now, right? But as a baby, I had to deal with a lot of mess, literally. I had to change a lot of diapers, right? What if I would have said, nah, I'm trying to deal with this girl. She's got too much mess. I gotta figure out something else. Well, I wouldn't be able to enjoy her and have the great relationship that I have with her now if I just say, I'm not gonna deal with the mess. What I wanna let you know is, a lot of times you can tell where you're going in life by how much mess you having to put up with. I'll say it again. Sometimes you can tell where you're going in life and how, how much, watch this, the abundance of crops, how much abundance you're going to have in life by how much mess you're having to put up with. Now, I want you to understand something because what I'm not saying is, is that if you're in an abusive relationship that you need to stay in that abusive relationship because, you know, one day you're going to have abundance. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. If you're in an abusive relationship, I'll be the first one that tells you, you need to, you need to separate from whoever that person is, right? Because uh, we understand this about mess. The mess that it's talking about in scripture is dealing with, I want you to understand this. So mess, we use mess for fertilizer. We use excrement for fertilizer. So you need to ask yourself, is this, is this mess that I'm dealing with, is it worth me staying in it? Because the, the mess that I'm talking about that you need to deal with, y'all, is the mess that's going to cause you to grow. Abuse is not going to cause you to grow. Oh, girl, I got to stay in this because I was hearing Pastor Miller and I was just about to give up on my abusive relationship. But I heard Pastor Miller say, I need to stay. A mess helps you to grow. Well, not that kind of mess, honey. Not that kind of mess, right? So I want you to understand something is that uh, when it talks about mess here in scripture, when it's talking about the oxen, uh, the manger will stay clean, uh, there is a certain type of mess that, that will be destructive to your own life, all right? And so I want you to understand this, is that a lot of times we don't maximize and we don't understand the value and importance of relationships is because our relationships, they will come with some mess. They will come with some mess. Uh, so uh, when you think about mess, you think about stinky, right? You think about a smell. You think about a smell when you think about mess, okay? And, and, and a lot of times, uh, we want everything to smell good. We want everything to be just right. And what God is saying through this text is, uh, if you're gonna have an abundance of anything in life, it won't always smell good, it won't always be right, but that doesn't mean you're supposed to give up on people. That doesn't mean you're supposed to give up on people. And, 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 and I want to be crystal clear on this. Now, 
there are certain people in certain situations if you are being abused this this is not for you <laughs> there are some situations you do need to give up on if they about to kill you you need to give up on that situation but there's other situations that you may just have a difference of opinion with somebody you may not see eye to eye and God is saying you about to run away from it you about to run away from a situation just because there there's mess right I'm a pastor of a church and sometimes I see people give up on certain things too quick they give up on certain things too quick all because it had it has a mess I want to share one more scripture with you on today and it's uh and this in second Kings six one through two second Kings six one through two and this is what it says it says now the sons of elijah i'm sorry now the sons of the prophets said to elijah see the place where we dwell under your charge is too small for us let us go to the jordan and each of us there get a log and let us make a place for us to dwell there the key that i want you all to pay attention to it says he says each of us get their log what are they doing here in the in, in, let me give you some context here is that uh elisha is a prophet and because he's a prophet he's been a successful prophet and he's been training up so many different prophets and now the places they're at it's it's so many prophets in there the bible said it's too small for them so what do they do they go out to the forest or wherever place they're going to go start chopping at some wood or some logs but the part i want you to pay attention to is this part it says each of us get there a log Sometimes the reason why we don't value relationships is because we're in relationships with people who are not getting their own logs. They're not carrying their own weight. The Bible says each person, because the place was too small, they went to go build a place. But the Bible says each of them went and, and got a log. And so sometimes you're in a relationship with people who ain't carrying their own log. And so you're at a place where you're, 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 you're dealing with that. And I want to let you know. You do not have to stay with, unless you're married. Now that's different. You do not have to stay in a business relationship. You don't have to stay in any other relationship that uh, besides marriage, uh, 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 because somebody's not carrying their own log. That's not. You don't have to put up with that, right? Now, if you are the person in the marriage, in the relationship, girlfriend, boyfriend, relationship, significant other, you know your boo thing. If you are the person in in, in that situation who is not carrying enough weight. I want you to understand something. You are frustrating uh, the mess out of your significant other. What are some ways to tell you're not carrying uh, your own weight? Well, let's just think about it. Let's think about it. If one person is the one who's always scheduling the dates, all right, and you never come up and try to schedule no dates, you never call and say, hey, I just booked us and reserved us a table at such and such restaurant. Or I just got us tickets to such and such game, or I just got us movie passes. If you, if if you're if if you're not ever saying that in a relationship, guess what? You're not carrying your own log. You're not carrying enough weight. And what you're doing is you're frustrating and suffocating the life out of the other person in a relationship. And you and and and, and you're quick to call them crazy when you're not understanding. They got a lot of weight on them, and 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 they and, and part of that weight is they're trying to carry the relationship. Right, and so uh, uh, I want you to think about it. He says, each of us there, they're carrying their own, own law. Listen, sometimes the other person that you with, they're not bad. They just tired of carrying your weight. They they tired of carrying the you know, the financial weight. They they tired of being the only person who's uh, been the always. They always the encouraging one. They always the positive person. And but when they down, you're not there to lift them up. I, I want you to think about what the scripture says. The scripture says. 
two are better than one because when one falls, the one who's he can lift the other one up. But listen, two are not better than one if if I when I fall, you can't lift me up, right? And so uh, uh, sometimes in relationships, the reason why uh, oh, there's frustration and the reason why there's so much mess in that relationship is simply because one person is carrying all the weight. I want you to think about it, even in a church, even in business, is that a lot of times the reason why there's so much dysfunction, the reason why there's so much frustration and stress is because people are not carrying their own weight. And so I want you to think about this. I want you to think about what is it that you can do to make sure that you're carrying your own log, that you're carrying the log so that you and your family, so you and your business, so you and your siblings, so whoever it is can build something just like these prophets were doing. They were going out to go build something. In order for us to build something, I want you to understand something. This is very important. In order for us to build something great, each person has to carry. They have to carry their own weight. They have to carry their own weight. And and and, I, I, and I'm gonna close with this. And I want you to think about this. When you read First Kings uh, 19 and you see this prophet Elijah, uh, the prophet Elijah, uh, the scripture says, First uh, Kings 19:21. That's a really when you when you're really thinking about uh, the power relationships. I want you to think about something. Elijah went through a period of his life where he didn't understand the value. In importance of relationships. Watch this. This is what this is what the scripture says in 1 Kings 19 and 21. It says, and he, and he returned from following him and took the yoke of oxen and sacrificed them and bore their flesh. Alright? With the yoke of oxen and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he arose and went after Elijah and assisted him. And assisted him. But I want you to pay attention to verse 19 and 3. 19 and 3. And then it says, Then he was afraid, and he arose and ran for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. So Elijah, in verse 3, he leaves his servant. Right? He leaves a servant. Why does he leave his servant? It's because he's been threatened. His life has been threatened. Right? And he's going through some things. And a lot of times when we're going through things, that's when we want to isolate ourselves from people the most. And Elijah is no different. He's trying to isolate himself from people because he don't understand the value and importance of, of people right now in this, in this time of his life because he's going through so many different things and he's probably carrying the weight. He feel like he's carrying the weight all by himself. Matter of fact, he says, I'm the only prophet left, which he was wrong about that. But he felt like he was carrying all the weight by himself uh, uh, right here. And so what happens is the Bible says he left his servant. But I want you to pay attention to something. He leaves a servant in verse 3, 1 Kings 19 and 3. He leaves a servant. But then right here in 1 Kings 19 and 21, same chapter, guess what God does? God gives him another servant who starts chasing after him. I want to let you know that, uh, and, and, he, and he was going through depression too. I want you to pay attention to that. He was going through depression if you read the whole text. But God connected him back with another person. Sometimes in our life, you guys, is that we're going through a whole lot of trials, tribulations, and problems in our life. And and I want you to understand this, is that oftentimes the thing to get us through, what God does is he'll connect us with another person. He'll connect us with another person to help us get through our trials, to help us get through our tribulations. He'll connect us to another person. 
And so I'm signing off on today, and I want you to understand this, is that every relationship in your life will have some mess, number one. Number two, I want you to understand this, is that the thing that will cause your relationship to be extremely messy with any person, with anything, is when you're in relationship with people or a person and they feel like all the weight is on them. All right? And last but certainly not least, is I want you to understand this, is that sometimes you're trying to run away from people and God is always trying to connect you to people. And we see this with the life of, of Elijah, is that he's trying to, he leaves a servant. That's what the verse says in 1 Kings 19 and three. He left his servant and then God connects him with another servant that's gonna chase after him. And I wanna let you know that God is sending you help. Even as this video has been recorded, God is sending you help. Help is on its way. Just like Elijah, he was faithful to God. He was serving God. And as he's serving God, he's faithful to God and he had a great victory. God sent him help to refresh him. And I wanna let you know, God is gonna send you help. But in order for him to send it and you not reject it, you're gonna to have to start changing the way you view relationships. Relationships are not meant to just to sap all the energy out of you. Relationships are meant to add value to you and you add value to somebody else. So I hope on today that you unlock the power relationships and you unleash the power relationships in your life. I'm Pastor Marquise Miller. Hope to see you at church. Mm -hmm.